Hello, Namaste. I welcome you all to the 108th session of Guru Bodha. In this session, we have, uh, on behalf of all of us students, I cordially welcome Dr. Guruja sir to this session. Good evening and Namaste. I also cordially welcome Dr. Raghuram sir to this session. Good evening and Namaste. Sir. And despite her busy schedule, we have with us Dr. Ashish Rawat. Good evening and welcome and Namaste. So this session is brought to you by EasyIrada.com. Uh, I dedicate this and all of my works at the holy feet of Dr. E. Chandrasekhar Rupa. Uh, Dr. Guruji sir uh, runs Dhawala Pentakare Ayurveda Center in Shumaga. Uh, to consult him or to get his guidance, please visit easyayurveda.com slash gururaja. He is an Ayurveda, uh, senior Ayurveda doctor and uh, these are the few cases that he has treated. He is my Ayurveda teacher in, uh, in my graduation days and principal as well. Dr. Raghuram sir is Chief Content Officer of EasyAyurveda.com. To consult him or to get his guidance, please visit EasyAyurveda.com slash Raghuram. And Dr. Ashish Rawat uh, is Director of Ananda Ayurveda Academy uh, in Illinois, USA, and is also a very, uh, very busy Ayurveda practitioner. So with that introduction, let's dive deep into the topics for today. So this month is being uh, celebrated as or, or you know practice as constipation month our month for constipation so uh, we have collected a few questions regarding that to begin with dr ragram sir please break it down what constipation means in ayurveda and uh, is there any uh, some classification like constipation arising due to water origin or pitta causation and kapha and sannipathika and so on yeah thank you dr hebar so i'll just uh, present a few points uh, from the perspective of Ayurveda. First of all, uh, yeah, as uh, Dr. Hebar said, this month, December uh, will, uh, December is recognized as uh, uh, Constipation Awareness Month. So this is to create awareness among the people. Awareness is there because constipation is such a problem which doesn't sit silent. So it keeps on alerting the person that you have some food uh, in your uh, gut going on. So the lower part of the gut. So person cannot be as much relaxed. Uh, when he or she has constipation. So there are a few types of constipations like uh, it can be an occasional visitor here and there. Uh, we can uh, have constipation episodes in our lives. It may not be very regular. In such conditions, uh, people know how to manage those things with some small home remedies, uh, maybe some medicines which were prescribed already by the physician to take as and when the constipation occurs. Constipation also can help have a very difficult phase. It can be a part of a big problem in its backdrop. So like uh, it can be secondary as well. So it can be stubborn, it can be chronic, it can be acute. So it can be occasional. Constipation comes in different forms. So we know what constipation is. Touching uh, constipation from the Ayurveda perspective, there is no one word particularly as the question was asked Vibandha. Vibandha is one of the words which uh, we use. Uh, which means uh, to get constipated or to get held up. Something is held up in the system. So mainly the feces that we call it as uh, the vibanda. So we don't have a coined term for, for constipation, but the constipation mechanism of constipation has been explained through different words in different instances, in different references. Like we have a word called as vitsanga. Vitsanga uh, is uh, Obstruction. Sangha is obstruction of the feces. Mitsanga. So in that particular context, we can consider it as constipation. Mitsanga is a word used uh, in the context of the Puro Rupa. 
of uh, Atisada. So here we have two strange uh, diseases, like we have diarrhea, Atisada. Just before the manifestation of Atisada, there is constipation as uh, the Purvarupa. So these are the two totally contrasting conditions of the gut. So diarrhea, before diarrhea, so there is uh, constipation or Vitsanga as uh, Purvarupa. So this is a, an interesting uh, point here. Another word which is uh, frequently used is Kostabaddatha. Kostabaddatha or Krura Kosta also we can call it as. Krura Kosta uh, is uh, like the behavior of the gut is very, very hard and difficult and uh, it, the gut finds it very difficult to throw away the pieces or to clear, cleanse uh, the colon. So the natural cleansing mechan of the mechanism of the colon has been disturbed or deteriorated here. So that is basically a contribution of uh, Vata. So are the Vata predominant people, Vata constitution or Vata prakriti people may have, may have a poor poster. So it is very important uh, uh, responsibility for them to manage and maintain their uh, bowel habits and to take control of vata. So we will uh, touch upon that point. Vata is uh, the main culprit in the position of uh, uh, Vibandha, as uh, somebody has suggested uh, that uh, name. So Vitsanga and Kostabaddata, I even uh, mentioned. Uh, so one more uh, term which is used is Purishaja Anaha. In the context of Anaha, there is Amaja Anaha and Purishaja Anaha. So here, Purishaja Anaha. So Anaha, Admana, Atopa. These are the three words which are used uh, very frequently in Ayurveda. We need to break and differentiate them. So probably this would be a suggestion to Hebar sir. Like it may be a topic for uh, the next discussion sometime. Uh, Admana, Atopa, and uh, Anaha, and Udavarata. All these are related conditions. Admana is predominantly Again, all these have association of vata. Admana has a distension of abdomen, maybe with or without constipation. Anaha is caused by, so it's like a flatulence condition. It is caused by either Purisha or Ama uh, in that sense. And then uh, Atopa is a condition which may still have constipation, but predominant presenting feature is the gurgling sounds uh, in the abdomen. Udavarta is a condition. Yes, Purishaja Udavarta is another term for constipation, Purishaja. Udavarta. We're all obsessed with our works, especially during the computer age. We spend a lot of time on the computers, laptops, smartphones, and we are not smart enough to address the natural urges which are coming uh, from the body, the natural signals, the reflexes of the body. Please address these things. So there are so many types of uh, Vegas or urges mentioned by Ayurveda, among which is Purishaja Udavarta. So that is uh, Purisha Vega Dharana. So forcibly withholding the reflexes or the urge for defecation when we do this on regular basis we are reverse training so what is the colon or the rectum and the anus trained for they're basically trained to evacuate things as and when there is a pressure they just push it out and cleanse uh, themselves so this keeps not only the colon but also the entire body happy and healthy even this doesn't occur it leads to serious uh, problems. So when we start holding the defecation reflex or the urge to defecate or pass the stools or feces or loo, whatever we can call it as, the intestines are trained over a period of time not to throw but to hold. So when they start holding the things, it leads to constipation. There we give the words uh, vibandha, vitbandha, vitsanga, all those things. So the basic uh, knowledge is when you have the urges coming from the body, just address it. So purisha, so especially the stools and the urinary bladder and in women, the menstruation. 
all these things so we also speak about uh, the menstrual cycles because uh, women tend to uh, take pop up some pills and uh, like meddle into the normal activity of uh, uh, the menstrual periods why i'm mentioning this is this these are all interrelated pelvic organs so pressure in one can cause pressure on the other so a constipation can produce a producer uh, pressure on the bladder the uterus and many more structures in the pelvic cavity initially so later it can also the pressure also can build up in the abdomen and the chest leading to many pressure related symptoms so the simple thing is when there is a pressure when there is a call when there is an urge just go and address it so that's very important purusha udavartha is a condition where you are obsessed or uh, you ha are habituated to hold your reflexes or the urges of natural defecation disturbing the natural mechanism where you are doing that is in the colon which is the primary seat of vata the vata gets disturbed and moves in a haphazard way that way in the upward way and the intestines learn to hold things instead of evacuating the things purushija udavartha malasanga is another uh, word used chakrat graha again is another word used for uh, constipation so many times situationally i have missed out certain words uh, intentionally not to uh, magnify the things so here is to tell that contextually different terms mean constipation in those conditions it can be a primary condition caused all by itself like due to uh, regular obsession or uh, habituated uh, constipation we call it as habituation to hold on the natural uh, urge for defecation or it can be a secondary presentation of a, any complicated disease so don't try to handle your uh, constipation if it is chronic and stubborn just by uh, the home remedies so when it is chronic and stubborn and not going off easily with any home remedies or simple remedies there may be a big demon or a dinosaur behind uh, the constipation immediately consult your doctor and try to find remedies for constipation it may look like a simple uh, condition but it can complicate and mess up your life so having said that a few points uh, quickly to remember uh, while going so constipation is predominantly due to vata so there was a question whether there is a pitta kapha and first of all there is no vata vibandha at all explained in the text so pitta kapha and other doshas can be associated in due uh, course of time so along with vata so like if there is excessive kapha involvement so ashaya apakarsha is a condition where pitta is pulled into the colon or kapha is pulled into the colon they obstruct and they meddle with the activity of vata mainly among the all types of vata it is uh, the apana vata which is very much involved in the defecation uh, uh, and also the urination so ejaculation menstruation all these activities it is apana vata which is involved so here we are trying to disturb the apana vata mechanism uh by uh, withholding uh, uh, certain things so apana vata should be balanced in its colon so we know that colon is a primary seat of vata again any vata disturbances vata prakopa so coming to uh, the vata karma so that is normal functions of vata shukrartava shakrun mutra garbha nishkramana kriyaha shukra artava shakrut mutra garbha nishkramana kriyaha so the normal functions of vata itself is expelling these are few functions among many functions garbha so that is normal delivery artava so normal menstruation chakrat normal defecation this is a point where we need to stress here normal defecation just go into the loop sit on your pan easy evacuation come out so this is easy evacuation normally is caused by vata so if it is not happening properly definitely the vata is at mess up so either individually or associated with its other friends that is kapha and pitta uh, pitta 
Shakrut Mutra. So normal urination, natural urination, and uh, Shukratama Shakrut Mutra, Garba Nishkramana Kriya. Shukra I, meant, I did not mention, so I mentioned Garba initially. So Shukra is uh, ejaculation. All these uh, uh, functions are carried out normally by uh, Vata. Mainly Apana Vata is involved. So other vatas also can be involved. Like if there is indigestion as a backdrop of constipation, samana vata is involved. If there is a lot of stress behind the constipation, stress-induced constipation, exam-induced constipation, during examination there may be diarrhea or constipation. Here the prana and udana vata are uh, uh, related. So the prana to the uh, prana apana axis disturbance of the prana and apana axis may lead to constipation. Like that. So we can see the role of different uh, variants of vata in the position of uh, constipation but it is always apanavata if not if other vatas are not identified it is apanavata which, which is disturbed and imbalanced and is aggravated during uh, the constipation so coming to vata increased symptoms among the vata increased symptoms that is vata vruddhi shakrut graha so that is the word used shakrut graha is withholding of uh, the feces and in the vata kopa lakshana so like the samsavyasa vedaswapa sadarukto vedana sanganga banga sanga is a word used there which means to tell that things which need to be expelled or withheld in the body so shakrut graha and sanga are the words used in vata vruddhi and vata prakopa lakshanas as well this shows that vata increases so why this happens because of the rukshaguna and also the uh, karaguna mainly so the drying uh, quality and also the rough quality of water so it dries up the feces excessively that makes feces like excretion very difficult so that causes uh, constipation in that context so going to the mechanism so here uh, there is a reference pakvashayam to praptasya shloshyamanasya vannina paripinditam pakvasya vayusyat katubhavata so in the last stage of the digestion when the digested food goes to the colon there the vata is formed. Pakvashayantu praptasya. There is a agni. We have discussed about many agnis. Here, shoshyamana vanni is uh, mentioned in this context. Shoshyamana means that which dries up, that which sucks all the moisture, water, everything from the feces. A beautiful explanation to uh, explain the uh, mechanism taking place in the colon where uh, the water and the electrolytes, etc., the important uh, essential things for the body are finally absorbed before the body identifies that this is waste and i need to throw it out so that is the faces before its formation the shoshamana agni or the one acts on the food the final product of the food and still whatever nutrients water etc are there it uh, absorbs when this mechanisms hypersedes like when it becomes very aggressive there is excessive like uh, squeezing of the moisture and the watery content minimum water, watery content of the feces as well the feces get hard and there it becomes a crura costa difficult to eliminate difficult to excrete so this is the mechanism which ha happens in the colon which is the primary center of water again so coming to another condition vishtabda jirna vishtabda jirna i would mention vishama agni vishama agni is a agni which behaves on the dictation of vata. Kadachit pachate, shamek kadachit na pachate. Sometimes the food is properly digested, sometimes it is not. The defecation also is in the same pattern. Sometimes there is like a defecation, which is comparably easy, and sometimes it is very hard. So this depends on the Vishamagni as well. So Vishamagni indicates the predominance of vata in the body, sometimes properly digestion, sometimes improper digestion, the digestion altering pattern when the person complains. So this is typical of vata in the body. That can cause 
and put a strong impact on the feces as well in the uh, final stages of uh, the digestion. So water prakriti people are more prone, water prakriti people are more prone to get constipation. So that was the related question as uh, Dr. Hebbar rightly uh, posted at uh, the beginning of the discussion. Water prakriti, other prakriti people can also have constipation, but water prakriti people are more prone to constipation. That is why they need to be very much cautious about uh, their foods. So water increasing food and uh, lifestyle practices are uh, not good for them. And at the same time, not taking water balancing foods also is a problem. So Udavarta, again, Vegadharana. So holding the natural urges any times. So that's already discussed. Vata Vikruti, there are some diseases in which Vata is increased. And there are some subtypes in which Vata is increased. Like example, Vataja Kasa, Vataja Jara, Vataja Gulma. In Vata Gulma also, there is a specific mention of constipation. So where Vata is predominant in the subtype or Vata itself is causing a disease or in the Vata Vadis, the constipation may be on the higher side. So here, Vata needs to be addressed. So people living in Jangala, Jangalam Vata Bhuishtam, the people living in the Jangala Pradesha, the desert-like conditions, dry conditions, uh, regions or the geographical uh, areas, they are prone to develop constipation more than the others who are living in Anupa and uh, Sadarana Desha. And as a secondary disease, I discussed already that uh, uh, constipation may be a part of secondary diseases like Vatagulma and there are some associated conditions like Atmana, Atopa and Anaha. So coming to Rutucharya, so the seasonal Grishma Rutu or the summer is uh, the season of accumulation of Vata and Varsha Rutu, so that is the monsoon or the rainy season, is the season of aggravation of water. So the Rutucharya, the following the uh, disciplinary methods or the seasonal regimens in Bhishma and uh, Varsha Rutu is very, very important. If this is followed in the consecutive Rutu, that is the Sharad Rutu, the Vata naturally specifies. And those who are uh, like uh, habituated to take the Katutikta Kashaya Rasas, so the pungent, uh, the bitter and also the astringent tastes are very, very uh, like uh, uh, provoking water to uh, water aggravation. So in this condition as well, so people who are habituated to take Katutikta Kashaya Rasas in excess, the spicy foods, the bitter foods, the astringent foods, they're also prone for uh, uh, this condition that is uh, uh, constipation. So and coming to Avarna, I have touched upon this particular point again, how different vatas can influence the colon and cause uh, constipation. Muladhara chakra imbalance is also said to be an important aspect. Muladhara chakra imbalance. So this is a, again a big topic I don't want to touch here. So that is the root chakra, the cycle chakra, uh, root chakra, which we call it as located at uh, near our tailbone. So that is uh, related to our childhood insecurities. So here I would uh, like to point uh, uh, one particular thing that people who are visiting a doctor and have a lot of childhood problems, especially the early childhood problems, where the father or the mother or somebody or the teacher or somebody was dictating their lives, they don't know what to do. They have developed a lot of insecurities. So those insecurities, it is said that they're saved as negative energies in the Muladhara. So that is uh, in the uh, Muladhara Chakra. So when that happens, the person has difficulty in defecation, urination, ejaculation, menstruation, all these activities. Sometimes we feel in spite of giving all the medicines, all the treatments, why we are not able to address constipation. This is about this is all about the negative energies held up in the Muladhara Chakra. So that is a high science. So and then the relationship of Agni 
Ajirana and Ama, we have already touched upon. So coming to the modern days, uh, the seating postures, the use of continuous use of uh, gadgets, junks, uh, junk foods, not being choosy about good foods, not focusing on the time of food, and there, are, there may be a lot of uh, other things. Very importantly, we give most priority to other works. And uh, during that particular time, when we have the defecation re reflex, we don't address it. When we make a habit of that, your colon starts giving up and when it starts giving up the water starts getting imbalanced and water imbalance we know can imbalance every aspect of your health and the body system so this is a small so there are many points so this is a small introduction of how the constipation can occur and what are the factors contributing to the causation of constipation without touching on its remedies what do you have sir thank you Thank you, sir. Now, let, let me invite Gurada, sir, to this uh, discussion. Uh, Gurada, sir, in the, like clinically, when you come across constipation, what are the things that you would consider in a in a patient? And uh, also, I would like to touch upon a few home remedies or lifestyle advice that you advise along with the medicines for a patient with constipation. Continuation with uh, what Dr. Tugram has said, has uh, so touched upon a lot of areas of uh, constipation and the whole sort of uh, data. There are uh, important aspects uh, that Samanavata is the one which is responsible for the separation of Kitta and Malabhaga and Sarabhaga, these type of combinations. So Sarakitta Vibhajana is done by Samanavata and later it pushes down the material. So when it pushes down the material, that has to be into the area of Apanavata. Then Apanavata has to allow it to go out easily. So then creates a normal pressure and if it is everything fine, then it goes out. But presently what happens is many times because of the age factor, because of the co-medication what they are taking, some antibiotics or something like that or some other drugs or they are not consuming the proper water or liquid contents, consuming a lot of dry materials or rukshahara, something like siridanyas and so many things. So when these two things are done and there is always having a habituated to work in a sitting posture for long hours, kind of stopping the urges or postponing the urges, definitely all these factors leading to constipation. One of the interesting factors is that people think that consuming raw vegetables or consuming more fiber rich vegetables and this is good and it is going to be relieving the constipation. But Acharya Bhav Prakashan Bhavamishra says Shaka is constipative, it causes constipation. So that's a very important thing that we need to understand. Moreover, Sneha should be there in the food what we consume. If it is because of the diet conscious or because of the obesity or prevailing lipid issues and so many things, if proper Gridhabhyasa or Dhabhyasa is not done daily, then definitely they will land up in constipation. But the basic problem is nowadays, generally constipation we used to have come across in old age, but presently situation is not like that. Even the childhood constipation is also reporting. There are many cases where, and this is severe constipation, even a very small child, even a few months old, child is also causing, I mean, developing this type of uh, constipation. And nowadays we are using a lot of medication. Uh, sometimes the sword, uh, even the... Um, Senna leaves to some extent and then Trifula Churna, something like that. Adharitaki Churna with Guda, so many times all these combinations. But thing is, somewhere we are missing that important activity that is Vata has to go in its direction 
apano apano ke tarah it has to move in the downward direction due to our habits and our functions we are trying to make it in a move in a udavarta direction missing the line so definitely that is going to be important reason for holding back and when this uh, this tools remain in the colon for a longer duration automatically it becomes more and more dry because of the reabsorption of the water from that and people having fecolits it is so hard just like a stone so in that condition it is very difficult to expirate out and causes a lot of trouble and when they try to push out these constipated stools that hemorrhage and if you do it in a very with the pressure sometimes it may cause straight away fissure so these are all associated with this constipation and one of the company produces one important product and from that product the company is surviving since so many years because they are famous for combination the combination is mean used by many people which it suggests that the constipation is a rampant issue nowadays because of the food the type of food what we are eating the way we are eating and taking a less liquids and we are not habituated to take the the oils and fats which is required as per the norms so so many factors and we are eating a lot of pungent items so the, not only this even constipation can occur even in the old age and the old age constipation may be sometimes associated with certain diseases also where there is a nerve related issues connecting to the colon like paralytic ileus or little bit of parkinsonism and such type of condition can also leads to constipation and these things need to be taken care with the help of either laxatives or to a mild purgatives and by giving matra basti or something like this are trying to change the way we live improving the the fluid conditions in our hydration to the body all these things if it is taken care then automatically the constipation can be avoided but one of the important issue associated with this constipation is in those patients those those who suffer from constipation in a due course of time they develop amla pitta urjoga amla pitta or they turn up into a very severe form of acidity that is gerd gastroreflex esophageal reflexive disease and their suffering will be like anything that is be hell many times they will come with varied symptoms of catch somewhere in the body somewhere in the back and even the headache vibrations uh, they are not unable, i mean not able to stand up properly so many issues they come out with that and even a mucus in the throat something like that so many such various symptoms are also there and it will be a long lasting in many conditions and patient will be definitely in a very bad state of affairs so we need to handle those situations with use of vata hara dravyas basically snigdhatva and uh, we need to bring in chalatva of the vata and try to move it in the proper direction if these things can be achieved and definitely the things will get better better and better thank you sir and now let me bring in dr ashish sharawat i have heard many stories from the us that it is not it is not uh, considered as a healthy sign like in ayurveda malatyaga shaucharma etc have been explained as uh, as something to be done on a daily basis but uh, you know defecation process is not considered as, as something to be done normally on a daily basis or it is okay to you know defecate a few times in a week is sufficient that notion is prevalent is is there any truth behind that or what you do as a, a teacher of ayurveda in terms of patient education in such 
Nashans. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for asking this question. Uh, uh, coming to the US uh, aspect of, um, you know, why people have this notion, it's again, it's the, I would suggest the self health, uh, little illiteracy you could consider that maybe that can cause us. It's not the, not necessary that everybody thinks that way. But with that, I would like to mention one another point, which is, I think, very, very important, uh, which may, maybe we are uh, forgetting that not, not always that you go every day means also you're not constipated. Sometimes constipation can be, um, I mean, in my practice, what I have seen, constipation can be of two types. One is, of course, not having the bowel movement every day, that could be obviously straight forward constipation. And then the second point could be that even if you are defecating, you're not completely emptying out the bowel. So the rectum is defecating some amount, but it is not completely evacuated. And that is incomplete evacuation can also be considered as constipation. And so the, how do you uh, know about this? Like what are the clinical signs, what you could see for? Uh, there are many clinical signs, of course, as you uh, we, we always know in Ayurveda that we go for uh, checking tongue. Uh, we do see the pulse. We uh, ask patient that how do you feel when you get up in the morning? Do you feel fresh uh, or do you still feel sleepy? You are not that much active. Uh, and there could be some other uh, signs also, as uh, Dr. Guru Rajaji mentioned, that Amalvita happens, GRD comes, and headaches, and all these other things could happen. But what would you, how, uh, how the patient could know that, right? How a patient or a client uh, can find out whether he or she is completely evacuating. So I generally give in my practice one simple test for patient to do that. So what I generally would recommend that, um, you know, eat spinach or the beetroot, right? And then next day, just observe if you see some green or that, uh, you know, beetroot's red color into your bowel and maybe check it even the day after. Sometime it would be observed that next day it doesn't just come though patient go for the defecation, still mm, that color doesn't come. And then the day after that, uh, it shows up, which, which indicates that you are not really defecating the eaten food, which is supposed to be the previous day food, supposed to be like Samana should be absolutely doing the Sarakitta Vibhajana. And then Apana should be excreting that completely that may not be necessarily happening and that is also could be sign of incomplete evacuation so these you know major points we we could educate people uh, people with that not necessary always that you are defecating means you are completely evacuating your bowel it could be defecation could happen uh, that's why the in Ayurveda, we have given so much importance to how even the mala looks like, right? The importance are given 
or not just the appearance of mala but how the function tastes are given that whether the mala sinks in or it floats under the water or it floats above the water or which what exactly it is appearing that makes it uh, extremely important to know that the defecation is proper or the mala is proper and it's really not constipated uh, and the uh, presence of ama is there or it is not there. All these signs could actually help a patient to, uh, you know, become more aware of the self-health. And uh, and obviously, as you know, constipation could be a very, uh, I mean, it could be a cause for many other diseases. So the real health is really having a complete bowel movement. Thank you. Back to you, Dr. Hepar. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Dr. Asasarazi. And yeah, it is like incomplete evacuation is such a big uh, problem that uh, the patient may be going every day or multiple times in a day also. They, we can see the patient's pain and agony of incomplete evacuation. He just wants to get rid of that. Guru, uh, your response. One important point uh, said in Ayurveda is according to Yogaratnagara, a person is defecating two times a day. That is called a Dve Purushe. Six times urination and two times defecation is said to be swastha. So any person who is swastha at least should defecate two times a day and six times urinate. This is what uh, one reference we could get in Ratna Yoga Ratnakara. Thank you. And moving on to some of the questions that have come. Constipation associated with uh, bloating and also dry stools. What is the connection and how to analyze that? Raghuram sir, can you please take this? Uh, right in my uh, intro of constipation itself, I said, so the bloating, uh, the distension of abdomen, everything is uh, related to water. So there are the water related conditions. Obviously when there is constipation, so things uh, indicate that there is a water increase. So water increase may cause constipation, but a chronic constipation is always a reflector or an indicator of uh, water increase in the system. So once that happens, there is Udavarta. The normal functioning of uh, water or the Apana Vata has been, we have changed the coding of that particular water. Water understands in a different way and behaves in a different way. So this is people who are obsessed with withholding the uh, defecation reflex. So in that particular instance, so when uh, there is constipation and constipation is running for months and years together, so it can cause the reverse of the retrograde movement of water that can open up the, uh, like the entire picture for Admana, Atopa and Anaha to manifest. Already we were discussing about uh, the bloating uh, is a word which is uh, covered under Udavarta, Admana, Atopa, Anaha, all these conditions, which are basically caused by the imbalance of Vata and particularly of Apanavata in the system. So if we see through the Ayurvedic uh, system, so this is Ayurvedic explanation, this is what it exactly happens. So withholding the natural urge for defecation, continuous process, Vata gets aggravated, Udavarta, giving a foundation for many disorders like Atmana, Atopa and Anaha, which also including, uh, includes bloating. Seen from a modern perspective, many things may not get converted uh, properly uh, in the intestine. Paripinditam Parpasya, Vayusat, Katuvavataha. So the Paripinditatva, so that is uh, the excessive hardening of the feces takes place, excessive Vata is formed 
and a lot of other uh, chemical reactions may take place because of the withholding of the feces inside a lot of gases toxic gases which are not required for the body are also formed they start giving pressure symptoms leading to bloating and a lot more conditions another condition uh, gurujas are rightly mentioned so this may uh, pave the pathway for uh, uh, many conditions like gerd and other conditions so when there is obstruction and also the blockage in the lower parts it obviously puts pressure in the upper direction and it can so gerd all those things uh, reflecting that the imbalance has reached to the level of the stomach and the small intestine so there may be a pressure on the chest there may be a pressure on uh, the head and neck as well so when we see through the like prisha uh, vegadharana symptoms so we we may see wide range of symptoms covering almost entire body so when we see this bloating is a mechanism which is associated with the constipation even from the ayurvedic lens all these are related conditions udavarta atmana atopa anaha all these things connected to the vata increase and what cause is causing that so that needs to be identified sankshepata kriya yoga nidana parivarjanam so stop keeping away the positive factors and address vata and give uh, suitable remedies so when constipation and vata control bleeding also naturally comes down and it will be a, an answer for uh, treating gerd and other conditions caused due to constipation this is uh, the secondary manifestations for today sir thank you sir good as a surprise see question question seems to be a little bit uh, varied because the observation is not right constipation seems to happen with bloating and also dry stools no it is not like that constipation happens first which results in dry stools as well as bloating so that is a simultaneously happening process and the bloating takes place be behind the area where the constipation has occurred because the stool which is going on putrefaction producing lot of gases and that gases instead of going outward in the form of a fart it is trying to move upward and that is causing constipated and that is called bloating so it is when the constipation the bloating takes place it not from the bloating the constipation takes place it it's not like that the dry stool the formation of dry stool resulting in constipation is the first step from that bloating occurs as a secondary one then it results in udavarta and later it goes to atopa admana then amlapitta then urugam amlapitta like that it is from the apana is trying to move towards prana that is the thing which happens in this conditions thank you sir and moving on to the next question is constipation associated with pregnancy you know month, month after month increased occupation of the abdominal cavity uh, the womb puts a natural pressure on the intestines especially large intestine leading to constipation so a uh, question to ask sir ji is how to handle this and also like a uh, i have seen a phenomena these days that women become sedentary and lack of movement and lack of physical physical activity also plays a big role in this like pregnancy related uh, they become extra cautious yes absolutely you uh, perfectly said that and uh, and days nowadays we are seeing this so much uh, pregnancy and constipation kind of really becoming uh, very much prevalent now first of all uh, that is true that because the uterus is growing fetus is growing and uterus is growing and that creates uh, pressure on the as it starts growing more and more automatically the abdominal cavity is been taken away by the uterus only and so the freely movement which is supposed to be happening would doesn't happen that much is okay but uh more becoming because the pregnancy and if pregnancy with some other complications then the pregnant lady has to take the complete rest and there this newly added responsibility would create 
you know, I mean, newly problem creating, like not just the uh, pregnancy as a problem, but preg pregnancy, other complications uh, that definitely restricts the patient's movement. And then that causes that's the one aspect. Then the second aspect is many time uh, people with the, on the names of you know, Daurudhini means like, okay, I'm pregnant, so I want to eat this and I want to that, that kind of thing also happens. And during that period, whatever that lady feels uh, to eat is being given. Uh, I'm not saying don't give uh, that way, but this is actually a very crucial period where you really should not be eating much of fast food. And as you know, fast food would have more of a like less fiber or really a very uh, not really the way it, it could have certain pro overly processed food which can stick into the intestine and that also causes the constipation so becoming very aware that we have one has to eat nice food that is another very very important part then the third part which i see in my practice is people become more aware that i want to eat more protein because now the baby is also growing and this is this could be really another uh, challenge because when you eat purely uh, protein and that to animal protein uh, in a, any form of animal protein maybe it is meat or whatever that further creates constipation because any meat, uh, whenever it is eaten, it takes uh, much more time to be digested compared to any other food. So that becomes another third or fourth very important issue. And people have to be, uh, the pregnant lady has to be very, very, um, you know, educated nicely and definitely has to be said that, you know, eating really supacha, whatever is mentioned in Ayurveda, something food which is easily digestible but it, it should be with all the six taste and with all the aspect of the balanced food what we believe that is absolutely necessary i would like to quote here that uh Acharya Charka also mentions that that if you would not if you eat one specific taste too much then what happens into the body that is also been mentioned there and that's why really eating naya proper food is uh, very, very important. Now, coming to the treatment aspect, very first treatment is that person, that lady who is pregnant should walk. That is absolutely true. Then should eat balance, which I have already said, balanced food. And then if something comes, then you can still have, you know, in your diet can have more fruits or even sim as simple as grutam, adding the grutam in the food ghee or kruta uh, would also help rather than uh, taking any uh, because all these uh, laxatives are absolutely not recommended uh, during the pregnancy so that should be absolutely avoided uh, what another simple thing one can do is as uh, it has been mentioned already that the raisins black raisins or the manuka what we call or the draksha black drakshas uh, are the best treatment one can easily have that that can help to nicely you know bring the bubbles in the nice form or uh, else is maybe in drinking little more water to make sure that you're you're well hydrated because with the pregnancy your fluid intake has to go little up 
because you're completely developing a fetus that takes another toll on the body so keeping yourself hydrated would be also very very important aspect thank you thank you for covering all the important aspects so generally yeah like uh, in previous the generation maybe it was quite common for the uh, for the doctor to advise his patients to you know eat more during pregnancy you need to gain weight etc now we have like a reverse problem like problem problem of overabundance like extra care given to the patient by the uh, family members and also we need to educate them to like healthy and eating in appropriate quantities rather than excess raghuram sir please i would like to compliment uh, what dr laut kadam said and also really appreciate uh, her expertise uh, points which she has covered uh, very quickly what uh, it means to avoid pregnant avoid constipation during pregnancy and how pregnant women uh, should be given the awareness of uh, constipation and how what to care about that here an interesting uh, fact to note is ayurveda has uh, in detail explained about the masanumasika garbhini paricharya so that is uh, month wise uh, taking care of uh, the pregnant woman what she should do and what not in terms of uh, most of the points related there are related to the diet itself if we see can see through the blueprint of the protocol of the masanu masika garbhini paricharya it is very clear till 7th month whatever foods have been given consists of milk ghee meat meat soup uh, butter and lot more things which can control vata naturally so we can see that ayurveda has not explained any laxatives or purgatives directly during the seven months what to do when pregnancy uh, is associated with constipation of course when it is associated and even anupasamskruta chira has been mentioned in the initial months like milk should be given without processing them with medicines here the alert was don't use any medicine which you don't know herbs or formulations which you don't know how it would affect on the pregnancy of the woman and also the fetus anupa samskruta and later i think uh, sushruta tells that upaskruta uh, some uh, kshira also can be given provided if there are some problems small quantity can be given in the day and the night so such precautions were taken during this uh, particular time period of the pregnancy and the first seven months if you go through the diet protocol will be shocked and stunned to see that basically the food consisted of the tridosha balancing food mainly targeting towards the vata balance and the because the vata is associated with the maintenance of the pregnancy and also the garbhanishkramana kriya so that is uh, the delivery uh, safe delivery at the end of uh, uh, the pregnancy period so that and only in the 8th and 9th month is anuvasana vasti and kashaya vasti have been uh, mentioned in that particular period and in the 9th month so going to the term of the pregnancy only anuvasana vasti so that is the oil or the ghee enemas have been uh, mentioned if uh, to control vata to balance vata to prepare uh, the uterus to expand the fetus or to uh, push out the fetus in a easy way so that is training vata and also training the that is the location where the fetus is being developed so to put it under training so that the soft delivery takes place these treatments are brought later and also it gives an idea that towards the uh, term of the pregnancy end term of the pregnancy 8th 9th uh, months there may be some constipation uh, related issues in the woman that also will be uh, addressed when uh, anuvasana vasti and uh, the vasti therapies which have been mentioned are administered uh, so here uh, one following the regimen of uh, it, it it looks like it's difficult and it looks like it's easy also to follow this regimen so but reading through that it gives a lot of ideas on what basis these dietetic protocols and the treatments towards the end of the pregnancy were made 
definitely during pregnancy the important uh, thing which results in the constipation is the the growing fetus accommodating the available space in the pelvic cavity as well as in the abdomen thereby pushing these colon and these things to a sideline automatically it hampers the natural peristaltic movement in the gut so that results in constipation probably knowing these things acharya has very clearly mentioned that what should be given to the women in the second trimester and first trimester and everything they have mentioned there is a reason even with all these things still in the third trimester there will be some sort of constipation to overcome that constipation acharya has very clearly mentioned use of matra basti because matra basti is very simple and it can be used at any time there is no such hard and fast rule and some recommendation or restrictions so it can be easily handled and easily used by anybody and this regular use of matra basti during this period will not only help to come out with the constipation as well as it try to maintain the the garbhanishkamanakaya the keep the, the the other arifies open to uh, next uh, uh, the expected protocol or the action which has to be taken as a delivery so that portion has also been supported so is that aims in easy delivery of the child so that will happen if these particularly madrabasti concept has to be introduced in the third trimester of the pregnancy so what would be the ideal snehadravya uh, for this and what would be what would you suggest the dose of usually 25 to 30 ml is sufficient and ideal sneha in uh, if you can suggest this the, the basic sneha which usually we do and as a practice is shirabala taila this is the most convenient and most easily acceptable uh thank you sir and and to to your point the bala has been explained in various stages as you know, ideal drug in masanu masaka garbha paricharya also a good choice there and uh, yeah so i think to gurudas uh, additions so dhanantra ruta and madanura ruta so these have been uh, uh, like mentioned so as uh, for maintaining pregnancy and also for taking care of uh, uh, the development of uh, the child within the womb uh, that can be given so dhanantra taila also for uh, Uh, abhyanga has been mentioned uh, during the early uh, trimesters of uh, the pregnancy dhanvantara tela and kshirabala uh, tela as mentioned by uh, sir can also be used thank you sir ashasha ma'am please yeah so uh, absolutely these are the excellent gruta uh, tailas but if nothing is there at least giving tila taila would also work and i also uh, remember uh, during my uh, gynec residency we used to always whenever the patient would come and absolutely used to give her niroha basti and that is the only time when we give niroha basti because now the labor is been in started so that is also uh, instead of giving simple soap water enema giving actually uh, niroha basti of dashmula uh, kashaya or even the erandas neha was added into that and then the basti used to be given and that uh, also would work wonder like very easy delivery would happen so just uh, was remembering that thank you thank you dr ashishan raghavan sir please uh, i think hebar uh, sir i th- i think i misspelled there mahadanvantram gulika if you can uh, add up uh, instead of danvantra uh, gruta i think it is uh, called as karparakshini gulika or something so if i'm not uh, wrong so that's uh, that 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 is uh, the best one during the pregnancy it has been said garbarakshini kulika something it is named as uh, according yes. to the keralian practices so i misspelled kulika as kruta there uh, so that can be given so and uh, danvantara taila yes for extreme uses thank you 
Thank you. And there's a question on like uh, herbs can be given for pregnant women on each month. This is covered in that Masanumasika Garvacharya and we have written here. Yeah, just before we end, I just want to include Dr. Madhavadigavisar's inputs which came via WhatsApp. It said that one gram of stool contains 5 million uh, microorganisms. Uh, metamorphosis and Purushagni Paka play a definite role. Water reabsorption and chemical activity is dependent on gut microbiota. Improving metabolism, correct food and lifestyle, which was stressed upon uh, by many, many uh, esteemed guests here. Yeah. Gritha, Takra, Vyayama, disease pathology, drugs, Rutu Rasayana, Nityakshira, Gritha, Vyasa, etc. can play, can make some guidelines. Annually, three, some social, some Shodhana. Probably this we did not touch, but Ritu Sharia and you know the Shodhana as for the Ritu plays a huge role. And you know nowadays in the in the US I have, it has become quite common that fall plants and fall detox, or summer detox, and spring detox uh, has been a great way of attracting uh, common public into Ayurvedic realm. Uh, even even in uh, many parts of the many institutes here also do like Vamana Vasanta. All those things can be done uh, even at like clinic level, so as to increase the footfall, uh, to increase the public awareness, and also to impart the benefits of Ayurveda to the common public. Uh, so th this becomes a uh, annual pre-samshodana karma, nitya bhyanga, good sleep pattern, uh, nutrition will also help in geriatric constipation care program. Uh, all, all in all, uh, a, a good good way to end is probably Mother Vigavisar's uh, narration that like we and some Ayurveda doctors think about like as soon as we are constipation, we think about like through like, uh, this, that medicine, rather than that looking the looking at the patient as a whole and fixing the dinacharya part and the rutacharya part, the diet and lifestyle and nutrition. Uh, would be a better approach, uh, and we can make the patients less reliant, less dependent on the concept. Like Gurusarasan mentioned, there are like entire companies built on one or two products based on constipation. So from there, uh, relying on medicines should be, I mean, medicine should be secondary choice and primary choice should be the diet and lifestyle. Really, that's a good point to end this session. I thank Dr. Gurudev sir, Dr. Raghuram sir, and Dr. Ashish Rao Menonji for spending time with us and guiding in this uh, important topic on consumers. Thank you, thank you, sir, and madam. I also uh, extend my words of gratitude to all the participants and sending the questions. Thank you all. Namaste.